Welcome back to Praxing Catholic. Patrick Conley, glad to be with you again, along with Cami Berthume, our producer, Paul Sodic, our technical producer, coming to you through the relevant Radio 1330 AM studios in Golden Valley. On October 1st of last year, Bill Lynch, formerly Executive Vice President and Chief Customer Experience Officer of Delta Airlines, started his work as the first ever Chief Operating Officer of the Archdiocese. We thought it'd be good to check in with him and get his inside and experienced take on the operations of our local church. Bill, welcome back to the program. Patrick, it is good to be back with you. Thanks for having me, and Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you. Yeah, it's a wonderful time of the year. Well, uh, last time we talked, you just accepted your role as COO and introduced yourself to the folks of the Archdiocese. And uh, for our listeners, you can go to practicingcatholicshow.com to have a listen to that. So what have your priorities been in these first couple of months as Chief Operating Officer? Well, Patrick, I just tipped over the uh, three-month mark in the role, and these first 90 days have been focused really on two primary things. The first is getting out and meeting with parish leaders, with board members, with pastors, meeting with key benefactors, getting out and spending time with um, our partners, whether it's uh, CSAF or the Catholic Community Foundation, um, understanding what's on the minds of the staff members here at the Archdiocesan Catholic Center, all of that in an attempt to really understand some of the history, understand where some of the challenges might be, understand the things that uh, we do well here at uh, the Archdiocesan Catholic Center and across the Archdiocese, and, and get myself a good lay of the land. That, at the, at the same time, um, really understanding some of the processes and understanding some of the responsibilities that individuals have. All of this to inform me as I start working with the Archbishop in support of the Archbishop and in support of all the parishes to really develop a more cohesive, long-term strategic plan and vision for the Archdiocese, and then execute on that plan. So it's been a lot of listening and a lot of learning to really understand where this organization has been and where it needs to go. All right. Well, now that you have in these past three months been uh, doing all these things and meeting with all these people and getting the lay of the land, so to speak, what would you say have been the one or two key eye-openers or uh, things that you have learned? Well, that's interesting. I have learned an awful lot. I was just sharing with somebody here on staff yesterday that, you know, in some ways, these 90 days have felt like a week and a half. It's gone so fast because I've been so excited about the work and have been very engaged in the work. And in other ways, it feels like it's been a year and a half because I've had an opportunity to meet with so many people, be in so many different places, all of these points where we touch the Catholic community here. A couple of things that I have that I've learned or observed. One is, you know, as you sit in the pew on Sunday, as I did, as a as a practicing Catholic, and, and support where I can the Catholic Church, you don't have an appreciation like I do now for how complex the organization really is, both legally and all the partnerships and all the different ministries that are here to support this community. I had no appreciation for that before I took the role. So the complexity and understanding what we can do to make that, uh, that web a little less complex and a little more effective, something that I have in my mind. And the other thing I would share with you, and this, I don't know that this is a, really a key learning, but really more something that I think has been affirmed or confirmed for me, and that is that all the people I have met, whether it's been in the southern part of this archdiocese, uh, archdiocese the northern part, the west, the east, 
the people I've run across in the schools, the churches here in the ACC, incredibly passionate about their mission. Now, mm. that doesn't surprise me, but the level of passion um, maybe has. These people are so committed to God's work in doing what they can to serve others and bring more people into the Catholic faith and ultimately save souls. I mean, it's just been mm. remarkable how much commitment I see from this group of people. Yeah, well, and that's refreshing to hear. I would love to hear things like that. And to continue that same line of of thought, and to the extent that you're at liberty to disclose, any other common concerns that you've been hearing from people around the archdiocese? Sure, and and some of this might not surprise anyone, but prior to my coming on board, there was a study done of work not only in the Archdiocesan Catholic Center, but in support of the parishes um, across this archdiocese. Um, the, that, that assessment, that organizational health review, revealed a couple of things. One is we're slow to make decisions. We're not decisive enough. So um, the opportunity to improve or to speed up to accelerate the momentum in the organization just through the process of decision-making and becoming more decisive is one thing that I've learned. So whether it's work that goes on within the ACC or work that goes on in support of parishes outside of the ACC, what can we do to speed up decision-making and be more decisive? That's Mm. the first thing. The second thing I would say is there's so much going on and a limited amount of resource for us to focus on this. Do we have our priorities set straight, and are we focusing those limited resources on the right priorities? So I I refer to that as portfolio management, just making sure that we don't chase everything that comes our way and that we have our sites really focused on the needs of those that we are here to serve. And I would say the third is around communication really making sure that we have solid lines of communication among staff in the ACC and out to the parishes and and opening up avenues for good, healthy, two-way conversation rather than just a monologue. We need a dialogue. And so those three initiatives are packaged into what we call Project Isaiah, and it came out of this organizational health assessment that was done prior to my showing up. And I can, as I've been involved in my work, I can see the need for these areas to be um, to be receiving more focus and and getting some greater clarity and ultimately developing some process around it. So we have Project Isaiah. It uh, has these three initiatives identified: be more decisive, sharpen our focus and strengthen our communication. And as I go around and meet with those in the community and I walk through some of the initial areas of focus for the team here at the Catholic Center, everyone's in full agreement that these are opportunities for us to improve ways that we perform and ways that we serve the community. Mm. Well, wonderful. Anything that you can share so far about uh, the some of the things that you've taken on board or you've acted upon already or that you intend to do in the year to come, in this, in this yeah. year? Sure. Well, um, so as I indicated earlier, much of my first 90 days, three months, has been focused on a lot of listening. To that extent or to that degree or to that point, I have 
implemented what I call um, luncheon listens with the team. It's uh, And it's not about them listening to me. It's about me listening to the team here and what are some of the challenges that they run into on a regular basis in order to serve those that they are here to serve. So setting up processes for being able to have these two-way dialogue. About three or four weeks ago, I held my first virtual town hall meeting. I invited all the priests in the archdiocese to participate, had a good number of them participate. They provided a good amount of feedback to me on concerns that they have and making sure that those are uh, those are in our sites. So setting up processes to improve some of the communication within uh, the center here and as well out to the priests and others. Uh, on top of that, um, there have been some changes to the way that we m- manage the organization. What can we do to really facilitate decision-making? Um, that, and these are some simple things that uh, we've been able to implement, like making sure we have a very clear agenda for meetings that are being held among key leaders within the ACC, including the Archbishop. Where do we need decisions to be made? What items are coming to that decision-making body just for information? What are coming for consultation? And what are coming for a need for a decision? This is a, a group that we get that we get together um, on a weekly basis, and where decisions need to be made, we um, we check ourselves to make sure that those decisions are made and that they are passed down, communicated, so that we can keep things flowing. So, just facilitating some processes and some technology improvements that will ensure that we can speed up some of the decision. And then I would tell you, longer term. There's a need to sharpen our focus um, with a strategic plan, make sure that we have annual plans, uh, both financial plans and we call them operating plans, but uh, you can call them you know, what you want. Uh, it's, it's what we need to do in order to serve our schools, serve our pastors, our parishes um, to the extent that they need our support. Setting up goals, holding ourselves accountable to those goals by putting in some measurements and uh, holding regular reviews on how we are performing. So putting in that, I I like to refer to it as a management operating system, uh, management oversight system, I call it an MOS, but putting in that structure, that discipline, so that we assure ourselves that we've got the right focus, that we have measurements in place to um, drive our performance, and to hold ourselves accountable to delivering. And part of this process is going to include regular feedback from mm. those out in the parishes, those in the, in the Catholic community who we serve. We want to hear how we are doing. Are we hitting the mark? Are we not hitting the mark? And if we are not, what is it that we need to do in order to do that as we serve out of the ACC and then make adjustments to our plans and to our measurements? So getting that whole system in place in the coming year is a top priority as well. Yeah, fantastic. Only about a minute remaining here, Bill, but um, I am, just to pick up where you left off there, uh, maybe we all need to wait until some of those strategic plans are in place and you have structures to to account for that. But if somebody should have concerns right now, any particular way that they can can or should focus that? I would love to hear from you all. If, there, if any of your listeners, Patrick, have any concerns that they want to pass along, they can send them directly to me. At my email, it's L-E-N-T-S-C-H-B, so that's Lench B, at archspm.org, 
or they can feel free to give me a phone call. My office number is 651-291-4538. And I promise if anyone reaches out with an email or makes a phone call, I will close the loop with them. I want to hear what's on the minds of those in this wonderful community and do what I can to serve either directly or with the support of my team. That's wonderful. Well, Bill Lynch, COO of the Archdiocese, so grateful to be able to talk with you today. Thank you for the work that you're doing, and God bless you in this 2022 and your continued work for Archdiocese. God bless you, Bill. Thank you, Patrick, and God bless you as well. Have a wonderful day. You too. All right. Well, there certainly are a lot of things going on in the Archdiocese and Catholic Center, but you know what? There's scads more things, as Bill just said, going on around the Archdiocese, all aimed at helping you grow in faith. Paul and I will be right back to highlight some of them for you, so stay with us. 